the podcast from Belmont Chapel in Exeter, sharing the story, living the life. For more information, go to belmontchapel.org.uk. Some really, really beautiful dancing at the front. Well done, whoever did that. Um, so I don't know, do who here, if you have, well, actually, you can do this as an adult, who plays the tunnel game when you go for long drives? Yeah, so we have this game, which you probably do too, especially when the kids were younger and needed a bit of entertaining, where uh, whenever we got to a tunnel, someone went three, two, one, and then the challenge was to hold your breath for as long as the, of the tunnel as you could. So who plays that game? Yeah, is that what you've been practicing? Yeah? So whoever managed to uh, hold the breath the longest was the winner. And occasionally, and we, I'm from Sweden, and we sometimes drive to Sweden, and there are some tunnels in Germany where you just see the tunnel come up, and you go, <gasps> and you go, no, no. This is not going to happen. Someone is going to pass out, and we don't want that when we don't speak the language, you know? So holding our breath is really not natural. I mean, there are some naturals in the room, but it's not natural for us to hold our breath. And if, if it happens against our will, it's actually really dangerous, isn't it? Did you know that the world record holder of holding breath underwater belongs to Alex Segura of Spain? Although he cheated a bit, he hyperventilated pure oxygen before he went down. But do you know how long he could hold his breath underwater? Jesse, half an hour is not a bad guess. 24 minutes and three seconds. Ooh. Whereas most of us, with no access to pure oxygen, we could manage at a push, about two minutes. What was the? Two minutes 30. Well done, you guys. Around two minutes is what we can cope with. Throughout our lives, from the, the moment we're born, we breathe in and we breathe out. We breathe in and we breathe out, and it sustains our life. And I think that our lives with God are a bit like breathing. The Bible is full of references to God's breath, from the reference in Genesis 2 of the creation of Adam that says, The Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being all the way to the resurrected Jesus in John 20, where it says he breathed on them, that his disciples, and said, receive the Holy Spirit. You might resonate with that. You might go, yes, I breathe in God's life. I breathe in his presence, his goodness, his gift for us, his word for us. God is so good to us, and we breathe it all in, yeah? But we can't just breathe in, right? Can we? Sometimes there has to be an out-breath, however oxygen-rich God's breath is on us. We exhale. It can, it can be helpful for us to think of this as our response to God. In our spiritual lives, our breathing out is our response to him, our prayers, our worship, our service to him. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord, the psalmist says in Psalm 150, lowering the entrance requirements of being a worshiper, right? All you need is breath in your lungs, and you can be a worshiper. Now, if we think that our inhale is the life and goodness we receive from God, and our exhale 
being our worship response to God, eventually you might start asking some questions like, how often is often enough? When is uh, the right time to receive from God? And how often do I need to respond? How often do I need to exhale? Imagine if we did that with breathing. Imagine if we thought, I've inhaled once this week, and uh, um, I'm just going to hold my exhale now. I'll maybe save the exhale for Wednesday evening prayer meeting. Imagine if we did that. If we decided that our breathing would only happen a couple of times. Our physical breath is a natural, rhythmic, ongoing process. But I believe that our spiritual life should be like that as well. A natural rhythm of inhale and exhale. And this is where our passage that we had so beautifully read to us from Romans 12, if you can imagine the words still standing here. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's... Uh, very good. Uh, to offer your... As living... Holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of... That's right. This is Paul writing about worship, but being a well-trained Jew, he uses Old Testament language to explain his point. So he says, you know how in the Old Testament, I don't know if you know this, but in the Old Testament, the people of Israel were required to offer their worship in what way? Anyone know? Sacrifices in a particular place called the temple. That's good. So they had to bring animals to be slaughtered on the altar or some grain or some wine. Well, says Paul, we living in this new time, ushered in by Jesus, also need to bring a sacrifice. But this time, it's not an animal or some grain. It is our bodies, the whole of ourselves. So when he says bodies in this verse, it's a way of talking about our whole selves. Can you wiggle your whole selves? See if you can, like, wiggle every single part of it. That's good. When John Calvin commented on this passage, he said the word refers to not only our skin and bones, but the totality of which we are composed. What's included in the totality of that which we are composed? What's included in that? Is there, like, one bit that we can leave out? Oh, you're a bit baffled now. Everything, everything is included. So how can that be offered to God in worship? It sounds like it must include more than just singing. Yeah? You with me? Sam is with me. I'm pleased. Paul is affirming our earlier minute, uh, image of the inhale and the exhale. Because he says, in view of God's mercy, uh, that's the inhale. All the grace and mercy given to us through Christ, which Paul has written the whole of Romans, the first 11 chapters about, that's his breath of life. And then our exhale, offer your whole bodies as a living sacrifice. And he's not saying that being a, a, a life with, our life with God should be an exercise in holding our breath. He's not saying, in view of God's mercy, inhale, offer an hour on Wednesday night, little exhale, and an hour on Sunday. That's not what he's saying. You might know the Eugene Peterson version of this verse that goes, so here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. 
Our life with God ought to be lived in an ongoing rhythm of receiving from him and offering our response of worship and service to him. Breathing in and breathing out. Breathing in and breathing out. Now, I wondered if we can have a look at a few of the things that we're going to be doing this week. Um, we'll be using these in prayer. This is cool. Uh, who's sending a rocket launcher to their school? <laughs> and have we got... <laughs> and and uh, what is the emergency number in Exeter? Is that a school? Yeah. Who's going to school this week? Yeah. Lots of people are going to go to school. Oh, yeah. That's another school. Looking a lot like a factory, I have to say. Um, <gasps> someone is learning to ride their pedal bike. Who's, who's learning? You're learning to ride your pedal bike. That's awesome. Someone is going to Beavers. You're going to Beavers. Anyone else going to Beavers or Scouts or Guides this week? Yeah, lots of things. <gasps> it's your mum's birthday. Yeah. Is someone going to be baking a cake? A lot of baking. That's awesome. Oh, my mum's birthday as well. Someone is going to go swimming. Who else is going to go swimming this week? You guys are crazy. You go swimming in February in the sea, I've heard. Are you going to swim inside or outside? Yeah, good, good, good plan. Uh, is someone doing something medical with an animal? <laughs> feeding the lambs. Who's going to be feeding the lambs? Someone got, yeah, who's got lambs? You've got lambs? You're going to be feeding them? <gasps> That's adorable. Um, and, oh, who's going to be doing the school run? Yeah, lots of school runs. Pleased to be out of that. Uh, Someone going to be running the toddler group? Is that what it says? Toddlers? Yeah? Anyone doing toddler groups and things like that in church? Yeah? Um, school, more school. Oh, who's got play date planned? Yeah, some play dates? Maybe. If, you, if, you're, a, if you're a grown-up, who's got like a meeting coming up this week? Got some meetings coming up? Yeah, that's happening. Oh, someone is going to be climbing. So do you believe? Or is someone else? Is there climb, is more climbers back there? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what's going on here. Is this Pilatus? Someone sitting on a ball? Oh, is someone having physio, maybe? I'm just guessing. No? Okay. okay, well, who's got a medical appointment this week? Yeah. Who's got some paid work? this week. Oh, congratulations. That's good. Uh, who's got uh, a coffee morning this week? Some people got coffee mornings. Is there anything else you got going on that didn't make it onto the drawings? Say again. Uh, who has to do some housework this week? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's quite a, that's a chunk of you. Was that, was that murmur? Uh, couples. Was that what it was? Well, one half put their hand up and stared at the other. Yeah, that's, that's good. So all of those things, all of the things that we mentioned and all of the things you haven't mentioned, but it's in your mind, all of that can be worship to God. Because worship is more than singing. It's bringing glory to God, bigging him up, right? Pointing to him. And you can do that when you sing and pray, but you can also do that when you look after someone who's ill, or when you're paying your taxes, or when you go to school and you look after the people that are uh, maybe not feeling so well or feel very happy, 
or when you dig your garden. I believe that any activity uh, or any work that we do can be worshipped to God if we do it, click, in God's mercy, uh, in God's presence, in God's way, and for God's glory. Let's just take a little moment to think about that. Think about what you're going to be doing. Can you be doing it in God's presence, in God's way, and for God's glory this week? Now maybe tell a couple of people around you, what is it you're going to be doing this week that could be worship to God? Maybe tell someone next to you, how can I do that in God's glory? So it probably means not doing it in an angry way or a resentful way. Not doing it for our own glory. Does everyone have something that they know they're going to be doing this week? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we are going to um, encourage one another. This is an interactive reading of the whole of um, uh, Romans 12. Uh, a bit of uh, NIV, a bit of the message, a bit of the Sara version. And there's a response where I say, just do it, like Nike would say. And you respond, this is our worship. So let's try it. Just do it. That's brilliant. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Just do it. This is our worship. In Christ, we, though many, form one body and each member belongs to all others. We all have different gifts. If it's prophesying, just do it. This is our if it's serving, just do it. If it's teaching, just do it. If it's encouraging, just do it. This is. If it's giving, just do it. This is our worship. If it's leading, just do it. If it's showing mercy, just do it. Love must be sincere. Hate what's evil. Cling to what's good. Be joyful in hope. Patient in trouble. Faithful in prayer. Be generous and invite people around. Just do it. This Don't hit back, but show love. Care for each other. Be a friend to those who are alone. Don't take revenge. If a bully is hungry and thirsty, give him food and drink. Just do it. Worship. Now, can a few people shout out what they're going to be doing this week? Yeah, shout it out. Going to school. So for all of you, going to school, just do it. This, this is, is our worship. Anyone else? Jubilee? Oh, going to drama clubs. So anyone going to any uh, after-school clubs, just do it. This, this is, is our worship. Anyone else? Washing or any housework, just do it. This is our oh, that was that was deep inside. Yeah. Anyone else? Oh gosh, who's going to university? Hands up. Oh, just do it. This, this is, is our worship. worship. Anything else? Sorry. 
Play dates? Is that what you said? Oh, just do it. This is our worship. Or oh, someone over here? Or oh, someone else was shouting? Guitar. Guitar. You gonna, who's going to be playing an instrument this week? Great. Just do it. This is our worship. And now we're going to say, all of us, at the same time, the thing we're going to be doing this week, and then we're going to respond, just do it. This is our worship. Okay? So it doesn't matter. No one has to hear you. Just say it out loud. So one, two, three. Just do it. This, this is, is our worship. worship. 